So let's go ahead and let's start right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. We worship you. And we thank you for all that you do. We thank you for your mercy. And we thank you for your spirit today. Spirit of the Lord, we are open. Our hearts are open. And we are ready to receive you. Teach us, mold us in a way that you will uh, conform to your image of your son. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord. We bless you for our brothers and our sisters. And we are praying that you will touch them. They will never remain the same again. Hallelujah. 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 So, like I said before, this is a a, a kind of continuation, but I, I have many different different conform to the image of his son. Last week, I talked about uh, uh, how do we respond to God's teaching us his way. You know, one of the two prayers we need to learn to, to be praying is God, teach us your way. We need to know his way. It's like a brother or like a friend. We need, when you become very good friends, you begin to study each other's ways. Because when you love somebody, you want to know his ways. You want to make sure you don't uh, uh, do what he does not like, right? And um, uh, you stay on that and begin to grow as friends, begin to love each other. So in the same way, God wants us to champion his will, to do his will, and begin to live to the image of his dear son. This is our copycat. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. We bless you. And if you need to uh, be part of this program, you are free to call in using this number, 646-668-2413. Again, 646 646- Six six eight two four one three. And today is the day that the Lord has made. We will be glad in it. Hallelujah! Don't let the devil remove the joy away from you. For the joy of the Lord is our strength. Be excited. Be be in tune with the joy that the Lord has given unto you. Hallelujah! Amen. Amen. Our first scripture today is going to be Romans chapter 12. Okay, Romans chapter 12. And I'm going to read from the King James Version. Let's see. Okay. He said, I will read. We're probably going to read from verse 1 to, yeah, let's see, uh, to like 8. But right now, <clears throat> excuse me, then I'm just going to read verse 1 and 2. And I talk about, uh, last week I talked about just verse 1. And uh, that is not really finished, but I just want to go on verse 2. Then um talked about verse 2, maybe 3, okay? And uh, maybe add four. Hallelujah. So uh, verse 1 says, it says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Now verse 2, it says, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God? Isn't that a sweet word? See? So we see here that it's telling us that we are not to conform to this world. And conform here means to to fashion like that is to to uh, to form or to mold, you know, you, we have a, 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 a what do we call it? Like a mold. Then 
you pour it, uh, you know, like you want to make a cast of something, you pour something in it, fashion like it, like water bottles. I uh, want to have a water bottle. They already have a mold, and they put the polymer in, and it, is, it will be shaped like the bottle. So we are not to conform to whatever shape that the world wants to shape us like. And 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 that is not uh, that is not my main uh, trajectory today. I want to I want to and, and my plan is to talk about the image of the sun now, not not the image of the world. That is a separate topic of its own. Uh, conforming to this world is 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 a, a different topic of its own. But I'm uh, I'm going to dwell on conforming to the image of his son. Hallelujah. So he said, uh, uh, like I briefly said, to to move form, uh, instead of being molded by the world of this world, that is the world system. And uh, we are believers, children of God, we are to what transform by the new, by the renewing of our mind. <clears throat> Excuse me. By the way we think, by the way we behave, the way we act, and our attitude will help us to work out this way of new life. You know, when we are born again, according to the scripture, you know, when we are born again, uh, when the, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, according to uh, according to the scripture, uh, you know when we uh, uh, get born again, and the scripture says that if anyone that is you and I uh, be in Christ, you know in your heart that uh, is is a new creature, and some some uh, uh, translation say new creation. And uh, all things are passed away. Behold, all things are new. New in what? New in the spirit. The soul is there. The body remains the same. And uh, of course, you know, if if we uh, are fat, we we still remain fat. If we are thin, we still remain thin. So we will then begin to work on our soul, on our body. So that they will begin to be changed, right? So those two needs to be worked on, so that we begin to what renew our mind according to what the spirit says, and that is essentially what verse three, four, and other subsequent verses are trying to do to help us, because the soul is still there, the body is still there. Those two needs to be worked on. The spirit is down, is sealed, according to what the image of one of his dear son is is done deal. But now we need to renew our mind. We need to work on our soul. We need to work on our will, our emotion, and our body, so that they will begin to work according to what the Lord will want us to work with. Hallelujah. And by doing that, by doing so, we'll be able to prove that which is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And without which, we will not be what? Be able to prove that which is good, that which is acceptable, and that which is perfect will of God. So it's like, if this is done, then this. If this is not done, this is this. It's like a programming, Okay. Hallelujah. So he said, be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you will prove that which is acceptable. Hallelujah. Be uh, uh, transformed here means to transform, to change, to transfigure. It's actually a, a, a Greek term that means uh, metamorpho, metamorpho. Uh, to transform, like uh, 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 in in you know the stages of uh, of an insect, you see the larva, you see 
they begin to change from stages to stage. So right now, we have to change from where we are to a different uh, stage of the life cycle. We will not, uh, as a Christian, we are not to remain stagnant. So we have to keep growing in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Even when the baby, he himself grew and he suffered. And, and through this suffering, he was able to learn obedience and was able to grow uh, in the grace and knowledge and begin uh, and they confess the knowledge of the Father. Hallelujah. So we think we need to pattern our life according to the word of God as his dear son. Hallelujah. So we see this as what? A transformation occurs in our life. Okay. So one of the things we need to know is that God has what? A placing and perfect plan to us as his children. He wants us to be transformed uh, in the lack in His likeness, because we need to be a transformed people with renewed minds, living to honor and obey Him, because He wants only what is best for us, and because He gave His Son to make us new in our lives, giving us a new life. And a life that is possible through him. We should joy- we should joyfully give ourselves as a living sacrifice where we have to die to ourselves to his sins. So we are called to we are called to not only conform to this world, but to be transformed. And I already said, I already talked about our behavior and uh, our custom uh, that are actually selfish and corrupting. Uh, you know, some of our ways, some of our customs, some of our behavior, they are selfish. And uh, uh, many times they are corrupting. So many of our brothers and sisters. Uh, can decide that uh, we want to conform to this world or we want to remain in the same way. But we have to change. And we must go even deeper than the level of behavior and confidence that we were before we changed. And we must, and, and this may be painted deep in our minds, that is being transformed by the name of our mind. Now, it is possible for us to avoid worldly customs and still be proud. We can avoid this world system and still be proud, still be covetous, still be selfish, and still be stubborn, and still be arrogant, and still be angry, and still be uh, cursing, right? And all kinds, uh, all kinds of other uh, things, so on and so forth. Okay. So, but the Holy Spirit renews our minds. If the Holy Spirit only renews our minds, we cannot do anything. So it is the Holy Spirit that we renew, that we educate us, that we redirect us in, in, in a way that we are able to transform our minds that are set to work according to the image of his dear son. Hallelujah. We, we we dedicate it
Okay. I think I, I was off for some time. I'm sorry about that. I don't know what happened. <clears throat> Excuse me. I, I hope I haven't missed a lot because I've gone so much. So I was talking about a mind dedicated to the world and its concern will produce a life tossed back and forth by the currents of the culture. But a mind dedicated to one's truth will produce a life that can stand the test of time. We want to be able to test, I mean, stand the test of time. We are seeing this today. Many of us can't stand the test of time. But we, we want to develop a life that can actually stand the test of time. That means we will be able to resist the temptation of our culture by meditating on God's truth and letting our and letting the Holy Spirit guide and shape our thoughts and behaviors. You know the the the, uh, the, the devil can come to us to tempt us and really see who we are. Do we really conform? to the image of his son or we are still where we are or where we are coming from. So it will, there will be temptation. There will be persecution. There will be tribulation. There will be affliction. And these are all designed to test us, to see where we belong, whether we still conform to the world or we have transformed becoming like the uh, becoming uh, conformed to the image of his son hallelujah hallelujah now in the pursuit of the fulfillment of our individual gift and calling we must become less than like jesus if if we become less like jesus we have failed to fulfill our primary purpose. So we will we'll talk about that. But I want to talk about this renewed mind. So it begins with thinking soberly about ourselves. It begins, it, 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 it begins by us thinking soberly about ourselves. Now, <clears throat> Let's let's quickly talk about uh, now. It, it I don't know if when I went up, I don't know if I have talked about this. Now, it, it is possible to avoid most worldly customs and still be proud, and still be covetous, and still be selfish, and still be stubborn, and still be arrogant, and still be uh, uh, ang- ang- angry and all kinds of stuff. But it is only when the Holy Spirit renews, re-educates us, and redirects us that our minds can only have a true transformation. If the Holy Spirit doesn't come, if the Holy Spirit is not part of it, our mind will not be renewed. So the Holy Spirit is so essential in this aspect. So we want to walk with the Holy Spirit. We want the Holy Spirit to have a way in our lives. We can remove him out of our life. We have to wake up him. We have to know that he is here. He is part of us. And allow him to walk with us. Anything that will not welcome him, anything that will not appreciate him, anything that will not allow him to walk, but do whatever we want, we will not be able to transform. It's the Holy Spirit that will help us to keep track of how we have been and how we have come so far. The Holy Spirit helps. Hallelujah. It's our helper. Hallelujah. So let us allow the Holy Spirit to run in love in our lives so that we become conformed to the image of his dear son. Very, very important. I can't stress this enough. Allowing the Holy Spirit to walk in us 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And he began to talk about how this work, our personal responsibility, how does this work, how does this renew my uh, work in our lives, how does it work in the body system, how does it work in the church, how does it affect others? He began to talk about it in verse 3 and on and on and on. Hallelujah. You know, a, a renewed mind and a renewed self, you begin to see that you will work on yourself first. Work on yourself. This is the things I have seen in our lives is that most of the time we have to think of ourselves. Think of ourselves. Most of the time we are so self centered. I I I don't know. For many months, I I uh, there are many teachings on self-centeredness. Self-centeredness is big in our life, and you will still work on yourself. See this in verse three. It says, uh, uh, verse three says, uh, let's go to verse three of that same. Uh, of that same um, uh, Romans, you see, he said, "For now, it, 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 it's it's not it's trying now to build on what concept they are giving in verse three, verse one and verse three. It's trying to follow and begin to build on it. It's like because of because I say or because he's saying for, you know, when you are saying for, you are like based on what I have said, or it's like I'm saying for." You see, trying to, or like say, why I say this is because of this. Uh-huh. So it's trying to build on that. You see, for I say through the grace given unto me, to every man that is that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he has to. Isn't that powerful? Hmm? Very, very powerful. See, not to think of, of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as God had dared to every man the measure of faith. So important. Humility is so important. See, not to think of ourselves more highly. Hmm? Let let me quickly put this in. Uh, Let's go to uh, Philippians, okay? Uh, let's see. Let's see. Hallelujah. Father, we give you praise. We give you praise. Let's see where are you, Philippians. Okay? Uh, Philippians chapter 2, okay? Uh, Philippians chapter 2. Now I I spoke about this in many of my teachings on self-centeredness. Chapter two, verse three. He said, "Let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, but in lowliness of mind let each esteem others better than himself." You see that better than what himself. That does not mean you are not better, but you just appreciate and honor and give respect. To other people as well. He said, Let each one of you look out not only for his own interest, but also for the interest of others. See, the Lord wants us to not only be self centered just for your own self. You know, nobody else. You are the only one that matters. Nobody else matters. He said, He's saying that let each of you look out not only for his own interest but also for the interests of others. And he gave an example of himself. You see, he gave an example of himself. And uh, 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 what I mean by himself, Jesus gave an example, uh, he gave an example of Jesus, of how he, uh, he did not consider it robbery, and he laid down uh, those uh, attributes and uh, being God 
and he willingly submitted and become a servant. You see, he said, uh, verse, verse 7 says, uh, so, but made himself, let, let's read from five. He said, let this mind be in you. Let's let this mind. You know, we're talking about renewing our minds. So now, it's, it, this is what we need to be attacking in our lives. He said, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God. Isn't that powerful? He said, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a born servant and coming in the likeness of men. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Therefore, God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of this of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Amazing, amazing, amazing. You see, so let this mind, let this act of humility. He made himself of no reputation. Hmm? Hallelujah. He became what? A servant. Hmm? He humbled himself. And no one forced him to do it. Hmm? Although he never seen and he knows that and, and he, he did not deserve to to die, he chose to die so that the sins of the world could be changed to be charged to his account. You see, so we we see this as as we need to conform to. You know, last week I talked about about how he gave his life, <laughs> how he gave his life. So. Greater love has no man than this that he gave his life to his friends. So, and I spoke about uh, the book of First John chapter 3, and I talked about that as well. So, we need to copy. We need to follow. We need to be able to conform to the image of what this is blessing. So wonderful. Now he began to talk about the the uh, uh, when you read that when we come back now to Romans chapter twelve verse three he talks about self thinking of self not to think about uh, how highly we are you see and uh, 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 that is esteeming oneself over much that is we are too big. Too, too big. Some of us are just too big. Is the truth. And the king of king didn't consider himself too big. And he became what? To serve. He didn't come. He didn't come to be served. He came to serve. Isn't that amazing? Went to the disciple, washed his hands, washed their legs, and um, say, "Hey, I'm giving you an example." That you copy. Like I said the other day, how many of us will be able to do that today? How many? Hmm? We are too big. And if we are too big, we cannot conform to his image. That is the truth. No way. If we are just too big, we have uh, esteemed and essentially highly. And we realize he will not esteem himself so highly. So we are contrary. It does not work until we humble ourselves. Then there will be uh, uh, promotion. Then there will be what exhortation. Until we humble ourselves, we will not get that. So first and foremost, we have to work on ourselves. Hmm? Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. It comes not in our mind, in our thinking. He said, not ought to think, but to think soberly. Hallelujah. To think what? Soberly. When I, uh, when I remember the, I remember Titus chapter 2. You see? So when I, when I begin to see all this, I see uh, uh, many verses just keep pouring in. You see? Hallelujah. Just keep pouring in. And, and I have not much time to begin to pour in this uh, verses. You see, Titus chapter 2 says, teaching all that denying ungodliness and worldly loss, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present age. That is Titus chapter 2, verse 12. That is teaching us that denying ungodliness and uh, worldly loss, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present age. And this has to be a self. Have to work on it self. No, nobody will work on it for us. We have to work, work on it ourselves. We have to tell ourselves, mm, I want to be godly. I want. I don't want to be worldly anymore. Uh, I, I, all the loss of the loss of the flesh and the pride of this world. Have to get rid of them. Hmm? Hallelujah. You know, we also have when we are born again, there is a concept of the old man and the concept of the new man. And we need to control what? So we see that happening in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 23. So time and uh, I don't have time to do anything Okay. So we work on ourselves and putting in the new man and we need to get rid of the old man and all his behaviors, his, his responsibilities, and, uh, the old man's clothes. And put on the new man's clothes and begin to function and operate according to the word of, of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. So now, if you begin to talk about what? The uh, dealing with sex. It talks about the uh, uh, the various gifts. And these gifts are not the result of intense prayer. Conform to the image of his son. 
He said that he may be the firstborn among many brethren. That he may be what? The firstborn among many brethren. Hallelujah. We have a work to do to be able, we have, we have to conform to the image of who we are. We have to work to form to the image of the dear son. That is, we have to put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to forbid the lust no more. We have to put Jesus Christ on. We have to put on the new man. We have to put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh. The flesh will not be dictating. You know, we have the spirit, we have the soul, and we have the body, which is the flesh. So we will not allow the flesh to make a, 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 a dominance or dominate anymore. We want the spirit world to dominate. And the way it is for some people, you find the spirit is 20%. And I, let, let, me, let me go back. Maybe the total sound is 100%. Uh, some, some of us, spirit is 20%. Uh, the soul is just uh, 30%. The remaining uh, 50%, then the body 50%. Of course, if the ratio is like that, the body will take preeminence. It, it, it will be dominating. It, it will dictate what you will do, what you will say. You will react to the body. The body will say, I'm tired. Then you want you want to tire. Uh, I'm weak. I can't pray. You, we will shut down. And the soul will say, oh, I'm crying. I'm hurting. Uh, on and on. So we react to those two uh, parts of the of our makeup, and the spirit is shut down. Whereas it is the spirit that we want it to function more properly, because the spirit is with is is what to war with God, is what to war with the Holy Spirit. So we want the spirit of God to flow in and be able to help us in our daily life, in our daily work, in the way we hear from him, we are able to hear from him, we are able to have our own uh, own way of life. Having having his own opinion. We have opinion about our life, we are able to help others We don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. Then we are in the dark. We don't know what is going to happen in the next hour. We are in the dark. And, and surprisingly, most of us are in the dark. We don't know what's, what what's going to happen tomorrow. We have no idea. And because we don't know, we are like uh, uh, a, a rat that a trap has been set, and the uh, the rat falls into a trap, and that's it. But if we know, we can discern right there that a trap has been sent to me, so today I will not go out. Today I will not do this. Today I will not do that. Then the trap will not work. But most of the time, we have no opinion about ourselves. And the Spirit of God was given to us for us to have a clear opinion about ourselves. Because he's a good God. And we can do this by shutting down ourselves, shutting down the body, and we arrange the ratio that it will favor the man. And let the spirit be in control. Hallelujah. 
you know, in in uh, in in in, in uh, Philippians, and uh, Paul was talking, and he was advising the people in Philippa. He said, "Who shall change our vile body? That is, it may be fashioned like unto his glorious body, according to the working thereby he is able even to subdue all things unto himself." Yes, subdue all things unto himself. Our body, yes, to change our body. That is to, so that it will now conform a fashion, being likeness unto his glorious body, according to the working, whereby he's able even to subdue all things unto himself. So he will he will do that if we allow him. Hallelujah. So now we 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 see uh, we we see in in uh, if we go back to uh, Romans chapter twelve. Now you see that. Uh, Paul began to build on self. Self first, then before we begin to do other things. So, evaluating ourselves by worldly standard of success and achievement can cause us to think too much about how valuable we are in the eyes of others. And, and 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 by doing this, we might miss our true value in this life. So if we have value and self-talent in the eyes of people, then we might miss uh, our true value in this life. Our true value in God's eyes will matter. If we want to get matters in the eyes of the world people, it's not. But how... The real value in God's eyes is the most important. Whether people appreciate you, people doesn't appreciate you, then God is appreciating you. God knows you. Whether people like you, they don't like you, but God loves you. That is the most important thing. Hallelujah. Doing what God says we should do is the most important. Not what the world wants. Yeah, the world will want us to do whatever we benefit them, what we give them more money, we give them more satisfaction, and the so-called peace that the world will want you to go in that in their direction. But God wants us to function in the value that He will be seen in His eyes. That is what matters. Hallelujah. Because at the end of it, we will all bow down. He said, all things we bow, all things we confess. We will all come. At the end, we will come to him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So Paul uses the concept of the human body to teach how Christians together. Now, after, you know, it's all we are not living together. We we are not living in isolation. So after we've worked on ourselves, uh, worked on our self-centeredness, you know, it it the self-centeredness is with reference to other other people. You know, verse three. Remember, uh, let's go back. Verse three uh, talks about. Uh, um, uh, for us not to think more highly than he ought to think, right? And he's saying, but to think soberly, according as God has dared to every man the measure of faith. So it's now to think of himself more than highly. Okay? So we now need to function as members 
in one body? How do we function in one body? That's considered as a church, we function as one body. And the body will have the legs, the hands, the, the eyes, the, the mouth, the ear, and all. They all function individually, different parts. But it's one body. We are all one. Whether you are white, blue, red, or whatever, from whichever part, in the eyes of God, we are one. We came from the same source. And we are different, but we are still one. When we all come together, the Lord sees us as one. We are what? United. You know, in, in the book of Acts, in, in, uh, when the first church started in the book of Acts, chapter 2, the, the scripture said that they were all with one spirit. They were all with one mind. They were all united. And the spirit of God fell not. United in unity. Like this one, oh, I'm so big, I'm so highly esteemed. This and that, it will not come. So you see here for us, we have many members of one body, and all members have not the same office. Yes, you will find uh, this one has uh, something to give. This one has other things to give. This one has something else to give, and each one balance up. We complement each other. And by doing that, you'll find that the whole body will not cry. The whole body will be happy. He says, so we be many are one body in the five. He says, for as we have many members in one body, and all members have not the same office. Yes, not the same office. So we be many are one member in Christ, and every one members one of another. Having they give different according to the grace that is given to us. Whether prophecy, let us prophesy according to the proportion of faith. Or ministry, let us wait on our ministry or the, that teaching and teaching. So what is he saying here? These are different offices. And and in, in the body, these are different parts. You will find that with prophecy, somebody is able to be able to teach, will be able to tell us what is going on. And you you will find uh, a teacher will be able to teach, and you will find a minister will be able to minister, and all kinds of words. That will be done. Hallelujah. Very, very important in the body of Christ. The Lord has designed these offices so that we all be in unity. We all be, be blessed because we are one body. And most of the time we say we are different. We are not one body. He says, he says, for us, we have many members in one body. And all members have known the same office. Verse 4. For us, we have many members in one body. Like I've said, many members like your your legs, your eye, your, your tongue, your, and all kinds of parts. You find the kidney, the liver, the spine. Each one of them is not working. To find out yourself. Maybe just a nail, just cut your nail. You, you are trying to trim off your nail and you went a little bit, just a little bit deep into the nail. You can see how you feel it in the brain. Other part will signal it and say, hey, I'm feeling pain here. You, if care is not taken, you have cold. Begin to have a wrong temperature. Hmm? So we, we feel it. We feel it the same way in the body of Christ. 
And that is how we're supposed to walk in the body of Christ. How do we apply this to the body of Christ? Today, we don't know who is who in the church. We go to the church and we believe everybody is the same. No, we are not all the same. We are not. That is the truth, my brother and my sister. We are not all the same. There are some people that will be bleeding. There are some people they may not have seen their voices for many months. There are some people that are in critical condition, but they have just put on nice, nice hair, their hair, and makeup. Outwardly, they are shining, but inside, inside, no, they are not. They are not okay. They are not my brother, my dear sister. And I pray, as I'm talking about this, if you are in that condition, the Spirit of God will hit you and change you for the better, and you will never remain the same again. In the name of Jesus, you have come to the Spirit of God. And when you come to the Spirit of God, whatever is there will rise. Whatever the door has closed, uh, the Lord will open that door. Whatever is not functioning well, we start to function. Because the anointing of the Lord, there's nothing that the anointing of the Lord can withstand. The anointing of the Lord is more powerful than that situation. In the name of Jesus Christ. The Lord is well able to do more than what we can. If we think of it's exceeding abundant above what we can even think. Whatever is not possible to us, to him everything is possible. Unto him that believe. Just believe that he can change that situation. No, we are not the same, my brother and my sister. Just because uh, I, I come to the church I'm happy that everybody is happy. No, no, it's a church. You will find the light, you will find the heart, you will find uh, the mouth, you will find the kidney, you will find the liver, you will find those who are crying. You will find those who are in their last, they don't have money. You will find those who are sick. Those who are just there, they don't trust me today. And you will find those who have not even given their life. So different paths, different paths. And we have, we have, we have to be sensitive to this in our service. We have to realize this as it, and we have to pray. We have to, it's not playing church. We have to make business, conforming to the image of the dear son. Business time. Very important. Very, very important. And he gave an example. Hmm? So we have to apply it in our own. We have to apply it wherever we go. We have to apply it to others. Be sensitive to wherever we are. Be sensitive to those who are hurting. Be sensitive to those who are hungry. Be sensitive to those who are those who are orphans, those who have a need, that is where we come to this image. Knowing his heart very important. Knowing what took him off is what important. Those who are homeless, those who are hungry, those who are uh, close, those who, who are small and so forth. Hallelujah. Very important. My time has run out. In the name of Jesus. And I pray that I, I, the Spirit of God will reach out to everyone in the name of Jesus. Because we can always uh, uh, conform to the image of His Son. If we always come and, and seek Him, and not only seeking Him for yourself, but seeking for others, Hallelujah. praying for others, and when we meet the needs of others, God, is, God will meet our needs. Being there for 